All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And it's actually been a few weeks that I wanted to talk about this topic, but we've been so caught up in PAX East and Overcooked and Snake Pass <laughs> that we, we haven't found the time. But I actually went to another convention after PAX East because I just can't get enough of this stuff. <laughs> this was completely not video game related at all. And realistically, I should not have even gone as I had no business being there. Literally. This convention, yeah, no business. <laughs> <laughs> that was an unintentional pun. <laughs> well, I made it intentional. <laughs> so this was a convention called Interfex. And it's not video games. It's not any gaming related at all. This was a biomedical manufacturing convention. And I'm waiting for Megan's eye roll right now. Yeah, I, I, I rolled before. But <laughs> how did you even find this convention? <laughs> right, because it's it's meant for people in the like the pharmaceutical manufacturing industry. Right. I know this wasn't like an ad that popped up on your Facebook page, like on the side. <laughs> you know, my Facebook ads are usually things like, want to date a K-pop star? Or like, here's the latest Mario sports game. So, Wait, what is, what is the, there's an ad that says you want to date a K-pop star? Yeah, this was a while ago, and it just showed up in my Facebook memories, which is the only reason why I'm even thinking about it in the first place. But yes, there was, an, there was Toyota was doing a thing having a contest where you could win a date with oh. uh, Hyuna, which she's, well, her K-pop history and timeline is, she's been to many places. <laughs> she used to be a part of the Wonder Girls, and then she, uh. yeah, then she wasn't, and that this could take us the whole episode if I want to start spewing okay. out her details. But yes, there was an ad. <laughs> All right. So, oh, okay. Contest promotion. Yes, a contest it promotion. In my mind, this was a question like, do you want to date a K-pop star? Oh. Of course. <laughs> and then you click it and it's just a page that says, tough luck. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see an ad, but but I realized that, you know, I'm a guy who loves conventions and I'll go to just about any convention that they put out. They don't market this to me. Where they do market it, however, is on the convention center's website. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. and just, even like the Boston Convention Center has this calendar of things that are coming up. Yeah, upcoming events. And so I took a peek and lo and behold, there are two conventions actually. Uh, one for Interfex and one for the New York City Build Expo, which is all about building construction <laughs> yeah <laughs> another <laughs> convention you should not be at <laughs> i guarantee you you will be the smallest one there i was i was definitely uh the youngest and shortest person at both conventions well, i don't know what height has to do with pharmaceuticals but i mean in terms of construction workers <laughs> i don't think you make the cut <laughs> so it wasn't entirely construction workers like this this wasn't a a convention about how to lay bricks <laughs> um <laughs> this was 
this was a convention for telling business owners um, how you know what are the latest um, the latest tech in kind of windows that you can put in your properties. Uh, what are the kind of trends in building out VR experiences to let people take walkthroughs of property? It was really for the the step above the people who would hire the people who lay bricks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, handle all the piping and even handle hire the architects. So not actually like the trade specialists, but like the <laughs> the designers and stuff behind it. Right, right, mm-hmm. and the people that the designers would directly handle. Uh, so there was a fair amount of um, talk about building materials or like crazy like pipe drain cleaning systems that handle it automatically. Mm-hmm. It was not a here are the things you will use to actually clean your apartment. It was really catering to people one step above. So uh-huh. it, it was like a interesting world that you don't experience because none of us have to you know, buy buildings on a regular basis right. and market them with VR. Hmm. You know, technology has been showing up in like things that you wouldn't even believe. Like just last night, Caitlin was showing me an ad or something for a new crib that is able to simulate what it's like to be driving. Because, you know, babies, um, there's like, maybe you don't know, but uh, babies will... A lot of babies fall asleep more quickly if they are in a car. And so... Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, my parents used to drive me around when they couldn't get me to sleep. They just put me in my little car seat and drive me around and I'd go to sleep. And so now there's a crib that, like, mimics what that's like. So, like, it's got, you know, passing lights and, like, the movement. And it's just incredible to me, you know, how we're applying technology to the most mundane things. Yeah. Oh my God, that's it's kind of beautiful, actually. Yeah. So I mean, like having VR walkthroughs of homes, like that totally makes sense. But it's something that you know we never would have imagined. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ten years. Like that ago. was that was like a gimmick you, you could have seen with with a, a like a three D CAD program, but right. But now, it's it's a market. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. <laughs> huh. Yeah, uh, even VR was even at the uh, Biomed convention, and I'll quickly jump over to that. Interfex wasn't just a convention about selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like uh, Pfizer is there selling new headache medicine, or it's not like there's a, a special formulation of Tylenol that's out now. Here's a free sample. So this convention, like Build, was for a level above consumer level this was a biomedical convention for the manufacturing of biomedical products so they're not selling pills they're selling the machines that make pills or dispense a precise number of pills into bottles automatically oh or they label the bottles automatically and they have screen printing for that or even laser etching for the pills themselves, which is fascinating to me. So that's where we actually got a matching set of swag tier pens. Oh, that's right. You had it laser etched on. Mm-hmm. They 
the company presumably <laughs> was marketing laser etchers to write designations on pills. Um, but as a marketing ploy, they actually brought one of their industrial laser etchers into the convention floor. They hired attractive women to call people in and invite them to get their name engraved on a pen in just a few seconds. And they would they would type it into the computer. Uh, it would position the laser etching, slot in a pen, and true to their word, it would etch it in just a few seconds. And now we have these nice red, kind of a metallic red pens with gold inlays that say swag to your podcast. So I have like 500 questions. Mm-hmm. The first is, what did they say when you were like, I want, I don't want to etch my name. I want to, or actually, I, wa- I would love to etch my name. My parents named me Swag to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm part of the podcast family. You might have heard of us. <laughs> and my first name is Swag. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so they they were completely fine with it. These people are are paid to be utterly accommodating, uh-huh. and they are not paid enough to turn people away or or really care about you know giving ten cents of product to this kid. Mm-hmm. They actually did have a line though, so maybe I should turn me away on that basis. But no, they they were completely accommodating. Well, that wouldn't have made sense because if that thing really only etched in a few seconds, then you really, the amount of time you spent etching swag to your podcast into a pen was negligible. Yeah, it was very quick. That, that would have been worse for business, I, business, I think, because then they'd be like, oh, sorry, our product takes too long to consider <laughs> one extra person that, you know, we're going to have to turn you away. So, yeah, God forbid I make a scene. Right. <laughs> I can just see it in the next Javits newsletter. Okay. Uh, small Asian boy throws tantrum. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so my next question is, are these people that are walking around the people that, like, make business and partnership decisions? Like, are these people the kind of people that would pull out their checkbook for let's say a you know a fifty thousand dollar etcher, I don't know. I'm just guessing like how much these things mm-hmm. cost. Maybe more. I mean, I my point is that they are large purchases. Are the people that are walking around the convention the people that would make the decision to buy or a, one of these expensive products or partner with one of these companies? Yes. Oh wow. So um, even if they're even if they're, it's not their checkbook, um, these would be people that that have some buying power Mm -hmm. Um, and so maybe they were dispatched to to take a look at the products out there and kind of evaluate what's interesting Mm -hmm. because they can see everything in in one go well and supposedly they have some kind of like i I don't know what to call it but knowledge of the field field knowledge Mm -hmm. 
So they know domain knowledge. Yeah, domain knowledge. That was what I was looking for. Domain knowledge in the sense that they know what other products are available, what other like companies would be offering Mm -hmm. similar services. Because like to me, like that kind of decision doesn't happen quickly. Like I would not want to make a decision on a show floor. Like with someone pressuring me to buy something, you know, I've I've fallen victim to that enough times just at PAX where someone will demo a game for me and then I'm like, okay, I better buy this game because they just <laughs> demoed it for me. But that's like a $20, $30 investment usually, not like a $50,000 investment. Yeah, these, so the people that came, they, I don't think they were necessarily expected to buy on the spot, uh, but they would be expected to ask questions about the product and and talk with the salespeople to answer any questions they had to kind of to just generate leads. Mm-hmm. And that's really what these trade shows are for. Like you're not expected to sign a, a contract. Uh, you're really just expected to make a connection that you would not have otherwise. Okay, so they're networking events. It's like like strong, strong networking events mm-hmm. with, with vendors in a position to sell. Mm-hmm. And and definitely there was a lot of domain knowledge. Like I didn't understand half of the terminology on the signage around. I accidentally convinced one guy that uh, I had actually worked in this field for five years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I I'd had a cover story that a truthful cover story that I was a software engineer and a web developer, and I was exploring the biomedical space, which is true. I was literally exploring the space, mm-hmm. the physical space they were occupying. I'm eye rolling. <laughs> Wait, so was this a cover story that you came up with before? Like, did you plan yes. to? Okay. Because I was going to yes. say, like, if you came up with this on the spot, like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> and so it's it's a kind of half truth, right? I am I am a software engineer. And I can easily talk about the things I have done. You know, I've worked in backend. I've worked in this field for five years. And I am kind of exploring what what options are in this field. It's really the options were swag options that I was looking at. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so having that mix of the truth made the story a lot easier to spin. Mm-hmm. And leave it open to interpretation. Exactly. They can believe what they wanted, including misinterpret my my five years of experience in mm-hmm. the industry as five years of in the biomed industry. Uh-huh. I, I 100% did not intend to say that. But once I did, he immediately like switched vocabularies. And he started talking about custom fabrication jobs for nozzles on the flasks. I, and they're like, oh, you know, we we know all you guys like, uh, you know, want custom placement on your spigots, which sounds like a euphemism for something. Well, I actually know what all these words mean. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't even remember the words that I could not understand. <laughs> so these this is the Stevens vocabulary version. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stevens vernacular. Mm-hmm. No, but truthfully, no one really had a big deal with me not being part of the industry they see so many people and and honestly the the show floor was not crowded um there was way more space here than at basically any other convention i've been to so it wasn't like i was taking up room Mm -hmm. 
So what did you put on your badge to indicate that you were part <laughs> of the industry for five years? So it wasn't on my badge that I was in the industry for five years. It's, it came up in conversation. But what I wrote on my badge and what I wrote on my registration application was that I work in software and that I was a team lead at a company called Sly Solutions. Am I rolling? <laughs> so, I, I hear the swiveling in the socket. <laughs> now, wait, and, I have a question about that. Did you just, you yeah. said you're, so you said you had a registration application. Did you have to apply to get in and be accepted? Or was like every application? Uh, every application was accepted. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't really an application. It was just a registration. No, no. Right, right. So if someone was, was auditing the registrations, they would have seen me as working in software. So that was a, it was an option on the application process. <laughs> I didn't masquerade as, as someone I wasn't. Mm -hmm. The only thing I lied about was this company existing. But <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't Google them beforehand to see if they exist. Oh, that's a good point. Clacky clacky keyboard. Oh, hmm. There is a Sly Solutions property management in Alberta, Canada. Well, there you go. I don't need to worry about it. My friend Larry uh, actually asked if Sly Solutions was a biomedical pun, like a chemical solution. Oh. But no, it, it, it wasn't. It was meant to be a... I would not trust anything from a company called Sly Solutions, <laughs> particularly when it comes to making medicine. Yeah. Just like, oh, this is uh, Sly Pills Incorporated. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, I, I chose it because uh, you know, I, like, I love alliteration. Um, Solutions is a kind of generic name that could be for a consultancy or a uh, an agency or, or a web shop even and um sly is a a, a contraction yeah it's a kind of in-game name i've had that's a combination of my first initial s and then my last name lie so i mean i rarely have the opportunity to actually be called sly in a game because that's so common but it's such a short snappy word that people usually do snap it up but hey Sly Solutions. We got the swag. In Alberta, Canada. <laughs> what does it take to come through customs? all the way from Alberta, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the import tax on that? Well, if I actually did go back to Canada, maybe I would have had to pay some import tax uh, because I actually did get back a fair amount of swag from this convention. Hmm. You know, it's, it's not like I'm going to get any steam keys or anything like that, but... They actually had their own VR experience, and they were even giving out Google Cardboards to let people experience that on the Gear VRs they had. Mm -hmm. So I just took one. Well, that's uh, that's a good idea to do to be giving out Google Cardboards. That would have saved me a Purelling <laughs> at PAX. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and presumably, you know, they're not selling a you know a house but the vr experience would let you take a virtual tour of their manufacturing facilities 
um, or see how plant setups could be done. So interesting stuff. Hmm. But the best piece of swag uh, was actually winnings from a contest. So uh, I'll preface this by saying my favorite contests are ones where the prizes are valuable and the entry counts are low. And that was definitely the case for this contest. So first up, there are, there are a number of barriers to entry just to, to enter. Uh, they didn't really advertise it anywhere. You had to read in the email that they were having what they called a passport raffle. And then I had to go to registration and ask, like, what's, what's up with this passport raffle? Well, like, how do I enter? Then they pointed to a stack of stamp rally cards right on the table. Uh, stamp rallies are activities where you have to, you know, do six activities. And when you complete each one, you'll get a stamp. When you have six stamps, you get to turn in the stamp book. Okay, so We've Nintendo's done that. Yeah, Nintendo's done that a lot at uh, PAX. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nintendo loves them. Uh, Square Enix has done this before, too. Mm -hmm. uh, Mikey is addicted to them. Uh, there were a lot of TGS. This one, however, you had to actually go to six special booths all around the show floor and get in touch with the you know, kind of lead contact there and ask them a specific question pertaining to their business. Uh, there would be like different questions for each one. Like, oh, tell me how your your solution monitoring software can increase our throughput. I did not ask any of that. Uh, I just went up to these people, gave them a, a sweet smile, showed them my card, and they knew the deal. They got their stamp for it, and they stamped my book. So no. I didn't have to engage these people in conversation. They should be more strict about that. <laughs> I think of it like these people knew this is all I wanted and they knew better than to waste their time. <laughs> I guess that's fair. So once you got all six and you had to walk the entire length of the show floor, like this was, this was evenly spread out across the whole thing. This show floor takes up the same amount of space as Comic-Con does here in the city, in the in your favorite convention center, Jacob Javits. Mm -hmm. So there's a fair amount of walking, a fair amount of talking. Uh, presumably, the people going to these conventions should be there to do actual business uh, <laughs> and are not there just for this stamp rally. So people first may not even have seen this stamp rally card because they didn't tell me about it. I had to ask. Second, they may not have bothered to put in the effort to go to six places and talk to them about stuff they don't care about. And then you had to bring it in before noon on the last day. So this wasn't something you could put off till the end. This is something you had to really put a little thought into. Like, this is a goal in mind. But when I turned in my card at the end of the first day, of course, I'm chatty. I ask, oh, so um, I'm just curious how many other people entered. They tell me that I was the fourth entry and there are six prizes. 
But you said you turned it in on the first day, so there were still... How, how many more days left were there? There was the second day, and then you only had a few hours on the last third day. Okay, so a two and a half day convention. Mm-hmm. So even if they doubled the entries in that amount of time, that still would have been about 10 entries. Yeah. So if they tripled the entries, then I would have still had a 50% chance, mm -hmm. which are phenomenal odds. Like any raffle you see at PAX, you've got a, like a fraction of a hundred, percent. Yeah, you know hundreds. Yeah, Some of, of those guys have multiple tickets. Hmm. So really worth my time. Especially because they told me each prize would be worth at least two fifty, at least two hundred fifty dollars, but they didn't tell me what the prizes were. I saw that one of the prizes was a Sonos Play, which is a very fancy um, kind of like home automation speaker that's meant to connect to other speakers in your house, so you can hit the play button on your phone and your entire house will light up with music. What I ended up winning, because those odds, the live family luck is definitely pulling through, uh, were a pair of Bose earbuds worth just $100. Not that I am ungrateful, but... Yeah, don't poo-poo at that. False advertising there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So did you go to this convention every day? I only went the first day. I actually... Uh, completely exhausted the floor during that one day. Hmm. Um, I I made a a kind of looping, a snaking a snaking path, if you will, of constant passes around the convention. Mm -hmm. to Boy, make you're sure just could... making snake pass jokes all over the place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I made sure to take a look at all the tables, get all the swag, uh -huh. uh, enter any contests, and by the end of the day, I was done. Hmm. So no need to go back out. Right. If you had not had finished everything, would you have gone back? I think I would have, actually. Hmm. There was a lot of interesting stuff at all the tables. And not just talking about the swag, even though the swag was good. You know, some people even gave away snacks. Like, there was a, <laughs> there was a sterilization uh, a tool sterilization company. Let me preface that. Sterilization <laughs> can mean many things. There was a tool sterilization company that brought in an oven to make fresh chocolate chip cookies. Like, that's insane to me. But just looking at all the machinery, a lot of it in action was fascinating. You know, if you've ever seen the show How It's Made, mm -hmm. like that same rhythmic hypnotic machinery is what was on display here except you could see it up close and you could hear all the gears and servos were for someone who's not an engineer but is is techie and and likes seeing how things work uh, i i really ate up everything here cookies included i'm sure you did <laughs> and coming out with uh with 100 earbuds that was a cherry on top. Yeah, that's they not bad. shipped it to me. Oh, good. I didn't even have to, like, go pick it up. So, the swag tier seal of approval for Interfex. Because <laughs> that if means wanna... a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure we're going to be retweeted. Oh, 
this slice of life gaming podcast has given a thumbs up to Interfax. Grand. Next year. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. They could be checking their Google words. Oh, my God. If they actually hear this, I'm just going to (laughs) die. Yeah, then you can't go back next year. I'm going to be blacklisted. Yep. Sly Solutions is uh, going to be on their their regex. Just, like, reject that guy immediately. Um, uh, The the guards are, like, in the break room. Uh, There's going to be a picture of me. God. Uh, Like, don't let this guy in. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be the picture from our swag to your logo probably <laughs> oh, just gets better and better <laughs> all right well that that threat of blacklisting is a perfect way to end this episode of swag tier yo yo yo, yo. <laughs> Woof. <Woof. laughs> no <laughs> god damn it frisbee <laughs>